Welcome back to Revive Nations podcast. Revive Nations is a global ministry with one mission, to raise an army of Jesus lovers around the world. Prepare your heart to receive something fresh from the voice of God, Prophet Shaiju Matthew, and be revived, renewed, and restored. The world will say your promotion comes from one step to the next, to the third, to the fourth, to the fifth, to the sixth. That's how they see promotion. But if you look at Joseph, his promotion went from down to worse to worse to it cannot get any worse, God. God, are you still there? God, why have you forsaken me? The next moment you are sitting at the right hand side. We are back to the life of Joseph and for weeks we have been trying to navigate through his life and learn lessons from his life. We learned that Joseph could meet a man that would point him away from his father and take him further from his assignment find him in a place called Dothan where all his pain begins in the same week he met another brother who used words to lift him out of the pit and save his life so in one week you can meet two kinds of people one that will take you further away, one that will make you closer to your destiny. And then we studied about why Reuben could not function as the older brother. And we studied about how Jesus is a perfect elder brother. And we are to grow into his image and likeness. I hope that blessed you. And then we last week looked into a detail in the life of Reuben of why he would hand over his brother, even temporarily, into the pit. What Reuben thought as temporary betrayal was not temporary for Joseph. It was a long-term pain. And then we see how the insecurity that he carried from his mother's chapter of life where Reuben was the firstborn of Leah and Joseph was the firstborn of Rachel. You're listening, I'm glad to know. That there was a certain insecurity that it was his mandrakes that Rachel took in order that produced Joseph. Now there was a fear of his father choosing Joseph over him. And we studied that very in depth last week. You will find all that content on our app. So today I want to go directly into the second part of that word that God has given us. All right, I want you to observe 
Genesis 49, please. Genesis 49. And we're going to start with verse 1 one more time. The Bible says Jacob called his sons. Who called his sons? Jacob called his sons and said, gather yourselves together. Number one, there is something about the brothers and sisters coming together in the spirit. It threatens the enemy. The book, the Bible is very clear, especially in the New Testament, that we are not to ignore the gathering of saints. Not to ignore what? The more towards the end time, you will see there are elements in the society that will want to control or stop the gathering of saints. But a child of God understands the value of the corporate gathering that releases a corporate anointing. But the Bible says they loved Jesus so much that they did not sit at home and pursue God. They came daily, together, daily. They paid a price daily. <laughs> God loves a gathering. God loves his people coming together. Today he's smiling. He's looking at you and he appreciates you. That you're not afraid of the brother sitting next to you. You're not looking down on the sister next to you. That you are not a racist. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you can go to the same church where there is an Indian pastor and there is an African brother and there is a Chinese sister and there is an Italian brother and you don't look at each other. You're not going at each other. You celebrate Jesus. I tell you, <laughs> if you don't like this, you will find it very difficult in heaven. <laughs> now notice the detail. He say, assemble and listen, O sons of Jacob. So the instruction to assemble and listen is to the sons of Jacob. Jacob is the one that represents the broken DNA. The messed up young man. The young man that could not do anything but lie. The young man that could do nothing but manipulate. The young man that had so many flaws. That's Jacob. But Israel is the name he received after he had an encounter with the Lord. So Jacob represents the past. Israel represents the future. Jacob represents the natural. Israel represents the spiritual. So he's saying, oh sons of Jacob, come together and listen to Israel. Listen to the part of me that is renewed by the Spirit of God. Listen to the part of me that is being carried by the Holy Spirit. Listen to the part of me that is the prophetic part. 
and I will tell you what is about to happen. So there is the two elements. He's saying, sons of Jacob, come and listen to the spirit inside of me. And he begins to declare. Sons, gather together. I'm about to speak. Well, when you begin to understand the weight and the depth of where the word is coming from, your posture of heart is different and you're ready to receive the word at a different level. Whether you are here in person or at home, Bible says, Mary greeted Elizabeth like how everybody greets each other. But the moment the greeting left the mouth of Mary and reached the ears of Elizabeth, the Bible says, the baby inside her womb, who was a prophet, leaped inside of her. Elizabeth was not trained to understand the greeting. Elizabeth was not trained to comprehend the anointing. Elizabeth did not understand where Mary was coming from. Elizabeth did not have a spiritual sensitivity high enough to understand the value of the moment. But the prophet inside of her, as soon as a greeting came, it was just, hello, how are you? But the baby, the prophet inside of her said, this is not just a normal greeting. This carries the glory of God. Can the spirit inside of you know the difference between a natural greeting and a greeting that comes from the spirit, from somebody that is carrying the spirit? I bring greetings to you in the name of the Lord and Savior Jesus. Today, so much is happening in very little time. In very little time, there is great acceleration in the realms of the Spirit. Words that can accelerate you into your destiny. Words! And the first person in line was Reuben. And he starts by saying, you are my firstborn. My might, the first fruits of my strength, preeminent in dignity and preeminent in power. When you grow in spiritual stature as the elder brother, when you grow like Jesus, the elder brother, you are supposed to be the might of God. Lenia. You are supposed to be the first fruit of his strength in your city, in your nation. You are supposed to be the preeminence of dignity and power. Just like we read about it last week in Hebrews chapter 1. Jesus was the express image of the invisible father upholding the words and here is Jacob testifying about Reuben saying this is what you are this is who you are this is your identity 
and then he begins to speak a line that shocks everybody in the room and he goes on to say yet verse 4 unstable as water you shall not have preeminence just a second ago he's saying that you had preeminence you were the firstborn you were the might you were everything you i was so proud of you you were my dignity you were my power you are where the you were the, the the visible image of the invisible father and then the next line he says but you shall be unstable as the water oh oh alas what has become of this man why is jacob placing such a curse on who was supposed to be his might and his power you are supposed to walk in power but the moment you don't know your identity you begin to dig your own grave you begin to associate with people that will bring you down you begin to fellowship with people that will take you away from your destiny and steal you of your might and steal you of your power here and the reason he's saying is that because you went up to your father's bed let me explain what happened i told you about how reuben had so many insecurities that started with leah now he carries those insecurities inside him now there is a competition his competition is what does the father love me or does the father love joseph who is the firstborn of the woman that he loves and there is a competition and the bible goes on to say what he did is very shameful he slept with his father's one of his wives some historians say that when his mother leah died that is when he did this shameful act so then you ask the question what happened to ruben what madness went to his head you see in those days old testament times there was a way somebody would claim power and the way they claimed power was to take that which is yours to tell everybody that now we are equal because what is his i have taken by force do you understand what i'm saying if you look at the life of absalom you will see the same thing absalom wanted to become the king so the first thing he did was he built a mighty tower and he went up to the highest place in the tower and he forced himself upon the concubines of david it was a statement to entire israel that look i have overpowered your king what belongs to your king that means now i can rule his kingdom this is a demon this is a spirit of the lucifer because that's exactly what lucifer did in a perfect church in heaven 
Lucifer walks in and steals one third of the angels that belong to God. So then you have to ask, why did they leave the church in heaven? What did God do wrong? For them to leave the perfect place. He harbors that in his heart that the father will not give me what I want. So what am I going to do? I'm going to take what is not given to me. The spirit of Lucifer. You will see that functioning today, even in the church today. That spirit that says, if I don't get it, I'm going to take it. But if you look at the elder brother Jesus, you will hear another statement. He'll say, Lord, not my will, but yours be done. Yet, not my will, but yours be done. The spirit of rebellion says, this is what I want. I'm going to take it by fire and force. But the spirit of Christ says, not my will, but yours be done. So most of the people would look at uh, Absalom and, and justify him saying, yeah, the, the father was not fair to him. The father didn't do that. The father didn't do this. If only the father had loved him more, he would have been a better son. But look at the life of prodigal. The father gave him everything. He took everything and he still left the house. Why did the son leave the father's house? In a perfect house. He had everything. Yet takes everything and leaves the house and destroys himself. Because sometimes you can be influenced by a spirit that comes upon you. Now you desire things that God does not want to give you and you are stubborn. You refuse to move on. You say, I want this. And when you don't get this, you're ready to go to war with it. You're ready to destroy everything because your flesh has not been satisfied. You do not get what you want. But the Spirit of Christ says, Lord, not my will, but yours be done. Nothing can disappoint me because I am secure in who I am. Nobody is a cause of competition because I am secure in who I am. I am not competing with my brothers because I am secure in who I am. I am not looking whether I am more loved than little Joseph. I am secure in who I am. So the way Reuben decided to show force with his father to make sure that Joseph was not the one that would be the oldest, to make sure to let everybody know that I am the most powerful one in the house. The way he did that was to sleep with his father's wife. Just because there was an insecurity in his heart, he never dealt with. It grew up to become a great monster. You'll see that in the life of Saul. Never dealt with his small insecurities. Now, the small insecurities grew up and became a big monster. I want you to look into your heart and say, what are the insecurities that plague me? What are the insecurities that plague me from my childhood? What are the insecurities that have been with me from when I was a young child? What 
insecurities was passed on to me from my father's side from my mother's side and i want you to declare this today and say this shall not grow inside me this insecurity shall not turn to become a monster that will fight for survival i will be secure in knowing that it is not my works that brings the love of god it is in who i am that i am loved by jesus some of the people think that your husband is very terrible in fact it is not the problem of your husband there are insecurities that have been growing inside ferociously like a tumor that won't stop growing and it has now become very cancerous and it is eating your peace from the inside you cannot do nothing but doubt your husband you cannot do nothing but fight him you cannot do nothing but argue with him every single turn of your life what has happened to you those insecurities have grown to become monsters now it threatens to destroy your marriage deal with it today and say lord every hidden fears in my heart that is causing me to say that now i have to fight my own battles now i have to take that which is not given to me because of the fear of being left out of the fear of never making it in life of the fear that i have lost so much time now if i don't do something on my own strength then it's never going to happen so you start depending on your own flesh but child of god i want you to know if you ask little joseph he will say for years i look like my destiny was going nowhere but i stayed humble under the mighty hands of god the moment he stayed humble under the mighty hands of god the bible says promotion came you see the way the world sees promotion is step by step step by step step by step step by step so you are in a church and if you don't feel like every step you you're getting a promotion you feel insecure you're in a church and if you don't feel like you're climbing ranks you feel insecure that's the way the world does but if you ask joseph he'll say i went from being on ground to the pit to a slave to a dungeon deeper than the pit he said and then one moment came i was lifted up to the highest place in the land so think about it i want you to remember this image the world will say your promotion comes from one step to the next to the third to the fourth to the fifth to the sixth. that's how they see promotion but if you look at joseph his promotion went from down to worse to worse to it cannot get any worse god god are you still there God have why have you forsaken me the next moment you are sitting at the right hand side so the world they take time to see they they make a big deal about a promotion oh i got promoted you go on facebook i'm so glad that i got this promotion and you you're sitting there saying i got no promotion god what's happening a child of god is never moved 
a child of God is never moved because you know God is not somebody who is going to give you an inch at a time when he decides to bless you he's not giving going to say okay abraham your father gave you one liter water i shall give you two liters of water no when he decides to bless you he'll just give you a well welcome to the way god promotes his people thank you for listening Make sure to share this episode on your favorite social media and with a friend. Until next time, stay under the mighty hand of God.